When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I still am not sick of that song oh, from really? Mariah. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun song, Donna. It's real upbeat and that's a major plus. Yes, Queen. Thanks, Queen. We're back, by the way. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, y'all. What time are we on till? Um, I don't know, like 10.30, 11.30? Can't remember. Okay. I'm going to be joining Colleen and Bradley, too, today at 12.30. Me Why too. are you just give and give what? and give? I well, don't know. Grant, you too? I'm just helping them out with the board producing. And then you also, now I didn't like that Grant, you heard it, Donna, tried to one-up me. You said Steve didn't get much sleep I last know, night. I and know. then he did a you and me both, buddy Tommy Topper. So <laughs> what's, what, what, tell us about your night. No, I just had a, I was here late last night doing some stuff across the hall. And then um, we had a little issue and I got to f- cover for a person for the morning show over there. So Oh, no way. And when you're, when you're kind of caught off guard with that, as you know, last <laughs> minute, you kind of don't sleep well when you know you got to get yes. up early because you're worried about not getting not up. Not getting up. So yeah. it's just been a long night. But, um, you know, I, I, I hope you guys have been having a good day. How's your show been going? Uh, um, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. See, how, what did you have? How many hours of sleep, Steve? Two, three? Uh, no, no. I ended up getting four hours. I went up to bed at 3.30. Dog related? Uh, no, I was painting. Oh, oh. Just a watercolor. I knew you were going to do that. I <laughs> okay. knew it. All right, Doug. Uh, I was painting the house, the inside God. room, walls, whatever, man. Good so I then, I'm, I'm a bad, Grant, I'm a bad judge of how long a project will take. So I say, you know what? I will do this entryway or this landing area at the bottom of the stairs. I will do it because then it'll all be complete and I'll feel good about it. It should just take me about an hour and a half. <laughs> Put a movie on and I'll be done. The movie will be done. And then mm. I I really misjudge the time. All guys do that, though. You're not alone, buddy. We always take things on. Th- ah, that'll take no time. Four months later. Everything's still sitting there, tools yeah, out. Uh-huh. That's how it goes. Yep. I wonder if that includes the one and the only, Mick Jagger. There's a list of cheap celebrities. Cheap is a harsh word, too. We'll, we'll unpack. It's frugal. It's, it's people who, even though they're... That is the worst segue I've ever heard. Well, no, here's why. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I blew up. Donna, listen. I'm sorry, I blew up. Because listen to this about Mick Jagger. Estimated net worth $360 million. Okay. He prefers the fix-it method to buying new. He even taught his children how to repair their vehicles. His ex-wife, Jerry Hall, told the Daily Mail that he can be generous when it comes to gifts and presents, but he's pretty tight with the day-to-day stuff. So he's a DIYer when it comes to projects. He's worth a gajillion dollars, but says, you know what, I'll fix that. So I wonder if... The the great Mick Jagger and I have yet another thing in common, which is we do projects ourselves, and it takes a little longer than we thought. Put me down for a second. 
<laughs> SJP. He did just buy his girlfriend a. Um, oh yeah, uh, I don't want to be near you house. house? Yes. <laughs> I mean, hello guys. If you get your girlfriend a house in Florida, that is just that's just a rich person's way of saying I can't be around you this much. You have to go. <laughs> like for me, that most most situations, I'd be a man cave or hey, I did up the garage for you so you'll feel more comfortable out there. He gave her a house in a different country. <laughs> How do you say Maybe I love you? Maybe her family lives there and he, I don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. Sujipa. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, we speak the same language. I, I'm getting it, guys. I, Boy, maybe I could get a job at the UN as a translator uh, <laughs> for everyone else who speaks Steve's language. And then I, I could just see it. You operating as a translator at the UN, smash cut to about an hour later, bombs going off all around the globe. Because <laughs> I leaned on a button. <laughs> no, because you mistranslated. You said oh. something wrong and... Sarah Jessica Parker, who once sniffed me and applauded my cologne. A lot of people talk about how much excess cologne I put on, but clearly it revved her engine. Unlike her on-screen... Donna. Unlike her on-screen character, Carrie Bradshaw, Sarah Jessica Parker leads a frugal life. She told the New York Times that her frugal mindset stems from her childhood when her parents struggled to make ends meet while raising eight children well then why are her damn shoes so expensive oh girl drop a leg hat leonardo dicaprio he's known for his generosity he's helped raise tens of millions of dollars for charitable causes and has donated millions of his own now although he does own a multi-million dollar island has an estimated net worth of 245 million no way the actor flies commercial airliners Whoa! and has driven mainly a Toyota Prius. I did he, not know he was worth that much. He, he does so much for the environment, though. Go ahead. He does have other cars, which are pricier, but still electric. A Fisker Karma and a Tesla Roadster. Isn't he kind of behind Earth Day? I would like an answer right now. When I interviewed Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, God, here we go. Wait a second. Remember, it was... Wait, 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 where is it? Can you not find a stapler? (laughs) Just drop something. Okay, there it is. Oh, my God, she hit her head on the desk. (laughs) Uh, Anything for the bit, she'll do. Remember, he's the one guy that I didn't feel... um, I felt nervous the whole time. Like, I felt... Nervous is maybe the wrong word intimidated he he just was such a presence looking down at his phone i walk into the room this is for inception he's looking at his phone blah 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 blah. not not looking up not saying hello or anything like that and i thought yeah all right this is a little icy da 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 all right steve patterson from reels channel and speed and then leonardo dicaprio sets his phone down looks up at you locks on with his icy blue eyes and then you, you have his undivided attention for the next four minutes and you just sense there's a there's a movie star presence that you sense and i honest to god i actually didn't ask him he may have sensed the same thing from me Hmm. warren buffet one of the richest people on earth also notoriously frugal definitely 
He's uh, lived in the same house he bought in 1958, drives a reasonably priced car. His uh, last Cadillac that he drove, he currently drives a 2014, by the way. His last Cadillac sold at a charity auction for more than $120,000, about $110,000 more than the Blue Book value. Wow. I also heard that he's not leaving his kids any money. No, oh, I he better does. donate it to good causes. Yeah, and he said, nope, I, I raised my kids to be self-sufficient. You know, though, Dad, it would be nice if after you died, let's say you had $5 billion, and he, cause he's got more than that, but let's say it's $5 billion. What if he just left us each a million and then still gave away $4.98 billion? Yeah, that would be nice. Jay Leno. Donna, do your Leno before we go. I'm Jay Leno. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty. Jay Leno is also uh, frugal. All the money he earned from hosting the... The Tonight Show and the Jay Leno Show went to savings. He has an estimated net worth of $350 million. He lives off the income that he makes from comedy acts and other jobs. Never spent a dime of the Tonight Show money has long been the rumor. This is how the rich stay rich or get rich. Multiple streams of income. We have to start a production company. Speaking of multiple streams... I need to go use the potty. As do I. When we come back. Um, Yeah, there's new pandemic legislation that includes billions for independent movie theaters. We'll talk a little bit about that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show, that is, on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm Donna. Hey, everyone. It's Steve from this show and also a television show. And don't forget that. (laughs) That came out the wrong way. That's not how I meant it. That's all right. Everyone knows you're a big star. What? Oh, sorry. I was talking to somebody else. (laughs) I forgot you were still here. Yeah, no, no, no. Donna, I'm staying until noon. Okay. Today. Um, Here is a crucial lifeline that's being thrown to independent movie theaters. This is good. This is uh, the new pandemic legislation. And it includes $15 billion in grants that are for indie movie theaters and live venues for music or stage performances. It sets limitations on what venues are eligible. I, from what I understand, the bigger um, movie theaters like AMC, Cinemark, mm-hmm. Regal Cinemas, Cineworld, not eligible. Um, uh. But I think this is this is really good because, you know, with the vaccine coming or already here, there's a little bit of a light at the end of a, what was a really dark tunnel for these guys. Yeah, no kidding. I, I wonder with the with the bigger theaters, if they will, what percentage in a year or two years will will still be around? And I say that because when I spoke with a local business owner a few months ago, we did a story, and she said something that I thought was really insightful. 
she would have people come to her after the initial lockdown and then we businesses were opening up again and people would come by and say congratulations like that's so awesome you guys you made it and she knew that they were well-meaning but as a small business owner Mm -hmm. you're thinking yeah we made it to today right like to this minute we're alive right now but i don't know about the future because so much of business like what happens now plays out down the line you know, it's like w- whatever your last quarter was can impact what your what your next quarter is, what your long-term projections are. And so I just wonder, even as businesses start to open again, for these big ones who have lost a lot of money and have higher operating costs and they own more like the AMCs of the world, what percentage of AMCs will still be around in... Good question. Not in three months. I bet you a lot of them, if not all of them, will be open. But in a year or two... Well, they realize, okay, we gotta we gotta close down thirty percent of these. I but on the flip side of that, flippy flop. Um, I don't have a business degree, so excuse me for sounding like a dummy. But I would imagine that people are itching to get out so bad that maybe they will see the the true value in going out again and going to the movie theaters instead of sitting on their couch because God knows we're all sick of sitting on our couches. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if it, if it would be enough to offset yeah. the pain um, that they've experienced already. And I also will be curious to see in a year, what are, what are people's confidence levels? Right. Because it's such an individual personality thing with this, of course, you need CDC guidance. You need uh, local government officials to tell you what you can and can't do. And so, but like when all the doors are open again, there will be a portion of the population that just wants to hang back mm-hmm. because yeah. they don't like crowds or whatever. And then there will be others who are like, great, let's go do it. And it'll, I don't know if anyone can really predict that. We, it feels like over the summer though, we did see some things where you thought, oh, what, what pandemic? You know, just think places looked crowded again. Right, right. And this is pre-vaccine. Now, you can obviously do it with a whole lot more confidence uh, after the vaccine. But that's the thing. And I think of these local businesses. uh, By the way, can I give a shout-out to something that KSTP is doing? Sure. Um, It's called Hashtag Twin Cities Takeout. And so they have put together a page. You can go to KSTP.com. You can even find it through TwinCitiesLive.com. But it's... Just trying to promote more and more local restaurants as they're really going through a tough time. And takeout over delivery. Over DoorDash, yes, because... because... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Then more of the money stays with the restaurants. Uh, but you can use that hashtag and then you can add a spot where you got takeout. And you can uh, you can add that and then they'll put it on their list so that anyone who's who goes to that website can find a list of these local restaurants that you may not have known are offering takeout. But I think of them in the same kind of thing. I, I sadly, many have already closed, but those that are open now, you'll be able to white knuckle through to January or February. Sure. But I, I, I also don't have a business degree in case that's not evident yet, but I wonder the long-term projections how many will have survived to that day of reopening, but a year or two down the line, it just looks no, unfeasible. it's just so sad. I saw that, I, I believe legislation has passed mm-hmm. to cap how much these, like DoorDash and these other delivery services can um, charge restaurants. Oh, that's good. I think they capped it at like 15%. That's good. And there's another round of these PPP loans that are going to become available through this latest stimulus that right, is getting right. passed. And that will hopefully aid more small businesses because the first time around, there were questions about what businesses were being helped. So more money that is available now. So hopefully that will be a helping hand for people as well. And then for the unemployed, there's an extra $300 unemployment benefit that's going right. to be enacted as well. So fingers crossed for everybody. Yeah. We just we just got to get through the final stretch, right? That's right. Um and by the way, December is going to be over before you know it, so why not take advantage of listener rewards? You could win gift cards to Cub Foods, Amazon, Starbucks, all sorts of stuff, but you got to register for the rewards. And you could do that on the stream through the app, go to, you know, mytalk1071.com. And you'll find it right there. It's all right there. Hey, I'd like it. I'd like it if we played a game. What do you? I'd like it if we played a game. Okay. The game is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It'll be the last time this year. Oh no! That Donna and I will square off. We'll see if she can come from behind. (laughs) She's down about thirty right now. Uh, Give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bet on me. Just bet on Donna. It's her last game of the year. Call in. Team up with Donna. See if you can take me down. I need your sympathy. In a quiz next. This game's worth 30 points, by the way. 30 points. So, Steve, (laughs) winner takes all. Okay. And we're back just like that. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment, let us play. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys. Well, today, for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we have the lovely, the talented Victoria. How you doing, Victoria? Hi, Victoria. We're doing good. I mean, I'm doing good. And Victoria actually has something really special that she's going to be doing this weekend for Christmas that she wants to share with you guys. It's pretty cool. All right, Vicky, what you got? Well, we I have been searching for my father, and I'm in my 70s. And through Ancestry and a genealogist, we just found the family. <gasps> no My way. father's deceased. So we're going to have a virtual Zoom at 
5 o'clock our time, 3 o'clock California time, and there's going to be about 20 of us meeting for the first time. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. That is, oh, my God, what a great Christmas present. That's yeah, amazing. we uh, contacted in September, and then um, I've been talking to my two brothers. I've got two brothers, and oh. we've been talking, and now we're going to meet. Oh, Victoria, you're that already a winner really in our something. book. No I know. kidding. Thank you. Oh, I'm con- happy. Congratulations. Oh, you should be That's happy. wonderful. That's better than Thank any you. gift anyone could buy. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. 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 Got all that going on today, and you called her stupid Now show. I don't want to beat her, <laughs> but I'm going to have to destroy her anyways, even though she caught me with a sob story. That might have been strategy on her part. Mm. <laughs> it was total strategy. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. All right. Donna and I are going to take you down. Okay. Yeah, we are. Well, it looks yes, like Victoria. she's made her guess already, or her pick already, guys. But for today, for the 194th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we have a topic, a fun topic. It's called a cartoon Christmas. Think right. classic Christmas cartoons, okay? Okay, okay. All right. And all right. Victoria, you are playing for a very fresh, a very cool, all the kids are wearing it, my talk t shirt, all right? Oh, I'd love it. And you can wear that with that Zoom meeting and tell them all about your little time today, okay? I will. All right, right. so we've already... Bye, Steve. Bye. Okay, so Victoria, you know how it works, right? You can't say anything right while I'm answering the questions, and then you'll have a chance to change any of my answers. Okay. Okay. I'm ready, Grant. All right, I need to grab my sheet here. There we go. And let's begin. In this classic Christmas cartoon, How the Grinch Stole Christmas... The Grinch was described in three words. What are they? Oh, uh, come back to me. Who wrote, Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. Who wrote that? My God, Dr. Seuss. The cartoon special first aired on December 7th, 1969 on CBS, and it has aired annually for the network's Christmas lineup every year since. What is it? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the first one is grump, slump, mean. <laughs> Victoria, can you help her out? I think she's right on two and three, and I don't know first one. I thought it was Frosty the Snowman, but maybe not. Well, do you want to do you want to take your no, answer? No, no, no. I'll you, go with her. Are you sure okay. you don't want to take your answer? Oh, maybe we'll take my answer. Okay, we'll take your answer then. All right, for that last one, I like that. Can we oh, get, oh, gotcha. We, I thought we were working on the first. I'm like, didn't we need three words to describe the? Grinch? Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll just right. we'll just take right, what we, we got so far. Let's get Steve back. All right, sounds good. All righty. So, Victoria, you said you're from Minnetonka, right? Right. Are you born and raised there, or you just live there now, or what? No, I just live there now. Nice. We're in the poor part of Minnetonka. That's what I always say about Bloomington. <laughs> Me too. I live on the Hopkins gosh. side of Minnetonka. That's what I'm. I'm always on the Hopkins side. So, Steve's back. All right, Steve. Okay. As you know, classic <clears throat> Christmas cartoons. Think of everything you watched as a kid here, probably. All right, bud. Okay. Appreciate that intro. <laughs> in this classic Christmas cartoon, how the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch was described with three words. What are they? Stink, stank, stunk. Who wrote, Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. Dr. Seuss. This cartoon special first aired on December 7th, 1969 on CBS, and it has aired annually for the network's Christmas lineup every year. What is it? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? (laughs) 
Steve did pull out the first one. It was Stink, Stank, and Stunk on the Grinch. So good job, Steve. They are as follows. Stink, Stank, Stunk. Okay. Ooh, did and you get that one, Donna? No. Donna did not get that oh, one, but yeah. you guys both got who wrote the saying that I said Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more was Dr. Seuss. And at mm-hmm. that point, I started to think, oh, so Grant only knows about the Grinch. Ah. That's the only animated special he knows That's what about. I was thinking. I know you're a big, big Grinch guy, so I kind of played into you a little bit, and this is exactly why. The cartoon special first aired on December 7th in 1969 on CBS, and it aired annually. What cartoon was it? It was not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <gasps> Santa Claus is coming to town? It was Frosty the Snowman. Yes! I mean, so yes! tie. Oh, oh my yeah! God. Mm. We got a 33-point game going on here. <laughs> And we're going to be playing. Not yet. You guys got to name it when you know it, okay? All right. uh, Victoria, you can shout it out, too, if you hear the clip, okay? Okay. All right. Santa Claus is coming to town. Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown. Oh, Steve. Oh, wow. I had a real brain fart, too. Hey, you know what? I am Grant. I would like you to uh, to give Vicky the shirt anyway. That's my Christmas wish. Thank you so much. That is nice of you. Oh my gosh! Well, you've got a really special day ahead of you. I do. Thank Uh, you. We hope that it just goes so well. That's really really awesome. Yes, thank you. It will be fine. Well, after the holidays, let us know how it how it went. Okay, yeah, I will. Right. I will. Victoria, happy happy Christmas, happy New Year. All the happy. Thank you. And you have fun with your families. I wish you the best this holiday season. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you, Victoria. Oh, yep. That's cool. Oh, that was cool. Be cool hey. to have a new family. Hey, what? Donna, <laughs> Donna, Donna, Donna. Hey, guys. That's the wrong takeaway. Sorry, yes, sorry to interrupt. Not... If Victoria just hung up, so if she wants to call back, because we do want to give her that shirt. So, Victoria, give yeah. me a call back if you're listening right now. I will definitely get you that shirt. So, just give me a call back, please. Okay. Yeah, just, just call back. 651 641 1071. Just hit redial. Remember redial? I sure do, Steve. Oh. Remember Star 69? Yeah. That Star 67 is even better. Which is that? Wait, Star 69 means you can call back the number that called you, right? But star 67 blocks the caller that you're calling from seeing the number from which the call is originating. So I could call it. Let me try it right now, okay? Okay. I'm going to call you. Yes, Dan. Hang on, hang on. I got to find your number, though. Yeah, I have to. You have to unblock me. Yeah, hang on. Okay. I don't know. All right, cool. I'm ready. First, I have to find your number, and then I have to write it down. Shut your face. Ew, Steve. Donna, that's the sound of the season. It's not. It's people slurping coffee. It's the sound of being punched in the face. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Um, that's not looking exact. for your number. Okay, here it is. Oh, God, I got to put in an area code and Seven? everything. You don't have to put it. Oh, because you have to dial it. Oh, I have yeah, to yeah, dial yeah. it. So I'm going to star 67 you, okay? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Everybody play along. Yeah, this is exciting. Okay, then the... They, th- they thought they th- we wouldn't have material for this week. Oh, God, what do they know? Um, do I have to put a one before the area code? Do you I think? I don't think anymore. I okay. think they did away with the one. I All think that's right. now just an international call. Okay. 
Boy, those are tricky to make, aren't those? Oh, oh zero, man. zero, one, oh, yeah. one. All right, here it comes. Doing? Tell me if you see my number. I can't wait, Donna. I keep pressing the green phone, and it's not going through because I have a terrible signal in this building. You know what? I bet you it doesn't work on a cellular telephone. <gasps> what? <laughs> Should I try it on a landline? Uh, sure, yeah, since we have weak content planned here. What? This is Give it a shot. Right here it comes. Yeah, you talk good. to everybody. Tell everybody what you're on. Hey, guys, I watched the show last night at like 3 in the morning. It was called Celebrity IOU. I've told you about it before. It's with the Property Brothers. It's on HGTV. The first ever episode that they did, they had friggin' Brad Pitt. I mean, real deal celebrities. Well, last night, it was Alice and Janney, who everybody loves. I everybody love loves Alice and Janney. She's a multi-Emmy uh, Award winner from Mom. Incoming. She is. Uh, she won an Academy Award for. She was in American Tanya. Beauty. American Beauty. She yeah. played the mom in that. Anyway, your phone's she, ringing. Uh, nothing's happening yet. Stand by. Oops! I, I think you're calling the... from the contest line. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you can call I out just, on the contest. I just reached the police department. Uh oh. Shoot. Lord. Well, well, now I'll be getting now a call back. Shut our show down. Yeah. Uh, because now it's like we're doing public pranks of law enforcement. <laughs> this is how we get shut down. This is how you it ends. You want to do a nine with that, too, there, D. Oh, I give up. There's too many numbers. <laughs> oh, Whatever. We so Start close. 67 if you want to block. No, try it one more time. I, do I have to hit nine? you got to hit nine dials out. All so right. you got to do nine, star, six, seven. All right, you and Grant talk. Okay. okay. Oh, it's coming through. Oh. No oh. caller ID. <gasps> That's coming from my cell phone. It's been calling all this time. Okay, I'm going to go take it in the other room. Pick it up. Take it on oh, What are you telling me to pick it up? Oh, okay. Hello? Hi. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, everybody, it works. There you go. There's your first tip of the day. Star 67 still works to block. Sorry, your that number. came through on my. I have a side business. Multi-level marketing. <laughs> it's this really cool pepperoni presentation that we went to. Mm. And I was like, actually, yeah, that makes sense. There is money in pepperoni. Because think of all the pizzas. Right, There right. was a pepperoni shortage at the beginning of the pandemic. Do you remember this? I <laughs> No, a good recall. There wow. Was. There you was. Yeah, I'm a I big... saw a meat cabin yesterday. What, what does that mean? <laughs> it was like a, like, a, like a gingerbread house. Made out of meat. Made out of meats, cured meats. Wow, and we Ooh. made fun of Lady Gaga, didn't we? Hmm. <laughs> Back to Alice and Janney. Oh yeah. Here's what I had sympathy for. She got she helped redo a house for her assistant, longtime assistant. And you hear all of the the personal things that they've gone through with one another and the ways that they've supported each other through ups and downs. It gave me a little bit of understanding as to why when people win an Academy Award or an Emmy or fill in the blank, mm -hmm. why they, my assistant, Ron, here's what I got to thank Ron. And you're like, okay, who's Ron? Can we keep moving? Yeah, because you're making it about you. But I get it. I get it. Now, I still maintain, I feel like they're living, they've won life's lottery, so you should just keep it fun and don't rattle off a list of names. But if you call out one person and there's sort of a little a personal story there, yeah, I get it. Well, the way I feel about it, here's how I feel. Thank you for asking, by the way. This is an industry insider event that we are privy to because they decided someday that they would televise it. 
It's as if the radio awards were being broadcast and the audience gets mad that you're not entertaining them and doing the slide whistle and the honk uh-huh. honk. It's not about you. It's about us tonight. Boy. That's how I feel about it. Like, let them have their night. I'm sorry. It blew up, man. I'm I'm a man of the people. (laughs) I want my, I don't know. I want the insider stuff. I like hearing people talk shop. I like Googling. Who is that that they think? You should watch Dinner for Five with John Favreau if you can find it. Okay. Watch that. Watch it over the holiday break. You like industry talk, talk and shop? Yes, I like to watch really those Hollywood good. reporter roundtables that they have with directors yes. and actresses. By the way, John Favreau, I watched a video with him just this very morning yes, because there's a little bit of um, information on Mandalorian. Exciting. Season three and the book of Boba Fett. Yes. Oh. So maybe we'll hear from, uh, maybe we'll hear from him. Hey, we got to go. We got to go. I'll tell you what's open and what's closed on Christmas Eve. Uh, When we come back, we're going to get tipsy on my talk. Hey, okay, we're back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. Holiday edition on my talk 1071. Hey, it's Donna's uh, Donna's last day of the year. Sort of. I mean, I'll have the same last day as you. Huh? It's my last day on the air. That year. was implied, you I imbecile. Sorry. If somebody was just joining us, it sounded like I'll be dead tomorrow. Well, hey, honest to God. No one knows, right? Isn't that wild about death? Yeah, it really is. It and if really I die today, they'll play order. this audio. They will play this audio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You can play it. It's okay. Everyone I'm will okay. Be like, Remember how freaky it was when Steve said this? Yeah. And then Donna predicted that it was her last day on Earth. Wow, we're getting dark. Time wow. for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Mm, 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 mm. Maybe you're wondering, hmm, <laughs> are the grocery stores going to be open on Christmas Eve? How much time do I have here? Yeah, well, do I need to get all my meat now? Thank you for asking. I'll play I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas while you tell us these things. Most grocery stores will be open on Christmas Eve, but expect them to close early in the evening, okay? Okay. Banks. They'll be open on Christmas Eve, but they'll close early. Post offices. Steve, that's where people go to deliver mail and... Just in case you were. Do they card you before you go into a post office? They don't, but you'll you'll notice that there's usually you have an to show a, there. You have to show a copy of an AARP magazine. <laughs> Donna jokes. Uh, your local post office should be open Christmas Eve. They will probably close earlier than usual, and your mail will still be delivered as usual on Christmas Eve. Thank you. That's Transit. cool. Metro Transit. <laughs> Transit. <laughs> That's funny. This is good. Hands. Transit. Metro Transit and regional Twin Cities transit providers will operate on a reduced service on Christmas Eve. They're going to follow Saturday schedules. Malls will be open. I'll give you some exact times. Mall of America, Ridgedale Center, they're going to close at 6 p.m. Southdale Center and Eden Prairie Center will both be closed by 5. Now what you've really been waiting for. Oh, what? what? Liquor stores. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
You have to check your local store for hours, but they are required by Minnesota law to close by 8 p.m. at the latest on Christmas Eve. Garbage pickup should go ahead as usual if your collection day is Thursday. And city-run parking meters will be enforced as usual Mm, in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Good to know. I'm here to help. I do it as a public service. No need to thank me. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, here she comes. Mom, I thought you said she wasn't coming. I thought she died this year. I do feel like I'm at church, though. I'm not going to lie. With that guitar and you singing brings me right back to fifth grade. OLL Church, baby. Our Lady of the Lake right there. Uh, Guys, we got some clarity on Disney Plus's The Mandalorian (sighs) spinoff, The Book of Boba Fett. And uh, the surprising end at the season finale of season two. Okay. Oh, well, let's ask Grant real quick. Grant, did you catch up? I have one left, and I'm saving it for oh. this probably thir- Christmas Eve. I'll probably finish it up. I've got the last one. So Okay, so Donna, be careful. I'll be okay. It's Grant, okay, this here, final I'm... episode was dope. It I've... was the best episode ever. It was ever. really, really good. Right. Really well Working done. for a few shows, you kind of get a lot of spoilers ruined for these kind of things. So oh, don't worry man. about it, guys. It's okay. Okay, okay well, The Book of Boba Fett is going to be a standalone spinoff series, not a replacement for season three of The Mandalorian. Right. yep. Okay, John Favreau confirmed this when he was on Good Morning America. Uh, here's what America. he had to Here's just a little bit of what he had to say for some clarity. Season three. But what we didn't say in that announcement is that the next show coming up, Kathy said the next chapter, and that's going to be the book of Boba Fett. And then we go into production right after that on season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, you know, back with the main character that we all... Uh, have known and loved. Well, well, that, so that's going to be pretty soon following that. Okay. So that, we're working on that pre-production now while we're in production on Boba Fett. Oh, my goodness. And man, I don't know how you keep up uh, because that's all of your work. <laughs> I was trying to keep up with you, you describing it to me just now. But is there anything? Are there still other spin? I, I hate to even go farther down than all the stuff you just gave us. Are there more spinoffs we can expect from The Mandalorian? Yes, well, there's a lot of a lot of Star Wars content uh, coming out. As I think they announced ten projects. I think this would be eleven with um with the new. Book okay, of Boba that's Fett. too many. Thank you, but John. The ones that I'm involved with are I'm working with my partner Dave <laughs> Filoni, who uh, is this fantastic producing partner, writer. Right, John, who, uh, I met when I did a voice on the Clone Wars. We met okay. after this guy. We can just bring it All right, yeah. So you get the idea. So there, it, it's he's almost like he's going to be working simultaneously. Yeah, you know what the bummer is? That sounds like The Mandalorian Season 3 will not be out next November. He said that it would come out, if I understood him correctly, after the Book of Boba Fett, which comes out next December. December 21st. Oh, plus. Yep. No. So that means we don't get our, it's that time of year. Get that Easter egg watch you just Mando. Bummer. And now oh, we dance. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, don't sing that to this. You watch Mulan before I watch Mulan. Oh, I did. Oh, wow. All right, I'll give you a heads up on what I thought about it, okay? Okay. All right. And and then let's if if we have time, we got to talk about John Mulaney. Yeah. All right. All coming up next.